So we finally, finally get some good news. It's been a long time. We've had those rates just going up, 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 with kind of no end in sight, with inflation raging the way it has. Uh, don't worry, it's transitory. Well, yeah, not so much, right? If you've been in the real estate industry, if you're a real estate broker, mortgage, you're an escrow title, you know how devastating this last run has been. This has been probably one of the biggest drops in business volume that I've ever experienced. And I've been doing this since the mid-1980s. So this has been a wally banger. That's what happens when you take interest rates from like two and three quarters, and then you just rocking them up to about 8%. That's where we've been recently. We just kind of hit that 8% and everybody's like, oh, are we going to go to nine? Ugh. Survive till 25. All right. Today's topic, mortgage rates drop for the first time in seven weeks. What happened? We had a Fed meeting. What does that mean? Let's get into it. Here we go. You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So mortgage rates ticked down this week, snapping a seven-week string of increases, things going up, 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 and away. The 30-year fixed-rate mortgage fell to an average of 7.76 in the week ending November 2nd, down from 7.79% the week before, according to data from Freddie Mac released Thursday. A year ago, the 30-year fixed was 6.95%. I mean, rates just went through the roof, right? We had we had inflation just runaway inflation. But don't don't worry. We were told that it was part of build back better. Here we are, still waiting. The real estate market was overheated. It needed a little cooling down period. But with the the amount of rate hikes that the Fed has done, I think they've gone a little too far. Because I kind of felt like they should have eased off. Maybe that last rate hike they did what, month ago, something like that, a couple of months ago. The news comes a day after the Federal Reserve said in a widely anticipated move that it would leave its benchmark lending rate at the highest level in 2020, in 22 years. All right. Why is that good news? Hey, we're not dropping it. We're leaving it. Well, that's an indication that they are possibly looking at ending the rate hikes. What's going to happen? Yeah, you'll have a bunch of information come through and, oh, we probably overstepped what we needed to do. Let's bring those rates down. Is that going to happen? Yes. At some point, that will happen. We'll have gone from this escalation to, ah, you know what? Based on the data, we believe we've maybe overstepped just a, just a scooch. Now, now we need to, we need to get the economy in line. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to, buy some more treasuries, and then we're going to jack those rates down, down. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage paused its multi-week climb, but continues to hover under 8%, but not by much. This is uh, Sam Cater, Freddie Mac's chief economist. The Federal Reserve against, again decided not to raise interest rates, but has not ruled out a hike before year end. So what they're doing is they're giving themselves the ability, hey, we're not doing it now. But that next meeting, if we see any information come through the system that says, well, we need to, we need to just, we need to just bully that inflation back a little bit with another rate hike. They're giving themselves the option to do that. Coupled with geopolitical uncertainty. Yeah. That, that little, little war between Hamas and Israel and, 
maybe a little Lebanon action, maybe Egypt, maybe Iran gets in there, Israel, yeah, maybe that, geopolitical uncertainty. This ambiguity around monetary policy will likely have an impact on the overall economic landscape and may continue to stall improvements in the housing market. Because that's what we're concerned about, right? Screw all the rest of this stuff. We care about housing because that's where we make our bread and butter. I mean, you know, it's an it's a eat what you kill industry. And if you ain't killing anything, you're starving. You're the one dying. And that's what it's been for a year and a half. You know, survive till 25 is another mantra I keep hearing. If you can make it through, if you can figure out a way to get there. Because some of the some of the numbers that I'm hearing from appraisers, if you're not familiar with who I am, I own Reynolds and Klein Appraisal. I own Summit Properties Northwest. I own Fight Club Media, and we produce my podcast, which is called News for Reasonable People. But I also do Seattle um, Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I had to look at my coffee mug because it's been a while since I've said that. So I'm going to keep doing the Seattle Real Estate Podcast for the Summit side of things and the Reynolds and Klein side of things. Just, hey, here's what's going on. Here's what I think. This is what we're doing. So some of the numbers I've heard of the number of orders that appraisal companies have taken and individual operators that have taken, I have never heard of such a dramatic slowdown from you know levels of volume being here and just boom, just being dropped down to nothing, a trickle at best. Got people looking at doing all kinds of other jobs, you know, transitioning to other careers, and you always have that. And then what will happen is we'll have the Fed drop the rates a handful of times. Rates will go, they'll just bottom out, and all of a sudden, all these big refinance booms come through, and the industry will just be caught with its pants down, and it won't have nearly enough staff to make it happen, you know, the refinance boom. And those who can make it through survive till 25 they'll do pretty well. That's the way it always goes, right? So the Fed pauses rate hikes. Although the rate for a 30-year fixed rate loan ticked down slightly, it remained elevated in the lead-up to the two-day monetary policy meeting, which concluded Wednesday, said Hannah Jones, economic research analyst at Realtor.com. Although the committee chose to take a pause from further contractuary policy in this week's meeting, Chairman Jerome Powell made the point that the committee will remain open to further policy action to bring inflation down to 2% over time, dependent on incoming data, she said. That's their goal. Huh. Let's see. When 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 Trump was in office, we were about 1.8. Oh, yeah. Now we're trying to get down to under 2%. That's where we're headed, right? That is the goal because it's been way over that for a long, long time. That's what happens when you throw a couple of trillion dollars into the economy and go, huh, I wonder how this will go. Don't worry. It's transitory. That's what we were told, right? Although the Fed does not set the interest rates that borrowers pay on mortgages directly, its actions influence them. Mortgage rates tend to track the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasuries, which move based on a combination of anticipation about the Fed actions. That's why we're talking about this. And that's why the market reacted positively when the Fed said, nope, we're not going to, we're not going to raise them anymore. We're just going to hold them. That was seen as a positive thing. And what the Fed actually does, and then investors' reactions. When treasury yields go up, so do mortgage rates. When they go down, 
mortgage rates tend to follow. There's usually, that is usually what you've got going on. On Wednesday, Treasury Department also announced that it will slow the pace of its longer dated 10-year and 30-year bond issuance. So they're going to slow that down. Let's see. Let let's see how what, you know what impact that has on the marketplace. However, longer-term debt issuance will continue to climb, which keeps upward pressure on mortgage rates. Said Jones. Fewer home loan applications. Can you believe that? That in this you know day of in, in, in mortgage rates up at like eight percent, that we've got fewer home applications. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of what, what's happening with the uh, inventory out there is directly related to mortgage rates being high. Because if a seller has a 3% mortgage, even a 4%, even a 5% mortgage on their current existing home that they're living in, they're not going to be too pumped by selling that home, going out and having to buy another home because prices are still escalated. Prices have not dropped. They haven't dropped because you've got no inventory in the system. And so that just keeps pricing kind of elevated. What you've got is just so few homes coming on the market, and then you've got few homes being purchased. So fewer home applications, and you've got nobody refinancing. Because why would you refinance out of a 3% mortgage into a nearly 8% mortgage? You wouldn't, hence fewer home loan applications. With average rates over 7% since mid-August, applications for mortgages have been trending down. Low, fewer people in the market for either a refinance or a purchase or whatever. They declined for the third consecutive week as low inventory and high rates continue to stifle borrower demand. We had so much demand during the pandemic, right? Interest rates under 3%? Are you kidding me? Plus, well, with my spouse and I working at home, the kids doing homeschooling, the dogs there, we're all exercising there. We're all eating all our meals because the restaurants are all closed. Everybody was like, we need a bigger house. Let's go get that. Oh, hey, we're told that we can telecommute from home forever. We need a bigger house. So many things changed the housing market. Hey, we don't have to be near the office. We need a bigger house way out, out there somewhere, right? Now employers are like, yeah, about that work from home policy, not so much. We're going to need you in the office at least three days, probably four days, and eventually five days a week, just like it was pre-pandemic. Yeah, that's the direction we're heading. So rates are expected to stay elevated until it becomes clear the Fed has done hiking rates. We don't know when that'll be. You need a couple of Fed meetings to happen to kind of know, all right, we're heading a new direction. Then when you start to see all that economic data come out and it's basically stating, all right, inflation is under control. It's not transitory anymore. It's trending downward. That's when you get into, all right, okay, then maybe our mortgage rates will will reflect the same kind of thing, right? We were pleased to see that the Fed held short-term rates steady yesterday and continue to believe that it should not hike again and not sell its holdings of mortgage-backed securities until and unless the housing finance market has stabilized. It's been in a free fall, right? But prices have stayed up because you have no inventory. That's the one thing that's kept things up where people are like, I don't get it. Our rates have gone through the roof and yet pricing has, has not dropped because you should have that, that, that action in the marketplace. But there's not enough homes out there and there's still enough buyer demand 
even at these high rates, to keep the market propped up from a, from a, a pricing and valuation standpoint. These actions would help to lower mortgage rates and improve home buyer affordability heading into 2024. I saw something from the CEO of Compass saying, what we really need are lower rates to stimulate the the market as far as available inventory. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but even with a rate drop, sellers aren't going to be running out and just, oh, let me sell my house. Yeah, you betcha. Let me sell my house. Because I think we had so much of that during the pandemic because everybody knew this is our time. If you're going to make a move, let's make this move. And they grabbed those super low interest rates and now they're kind of set up. And they're not going to move off that dime. So you're going to have to get back to a more normal rate of business, a more normal number of homes being sold, because we went turbocharged there for a long time. And that I don't think is happening anytime soon. I think you might see a big refinance boom come through, but I don't think you're going to see a super active real estate market anytime soon. I really don't. I hope I'm wrong. Mortgage rates should stay stable in the next few months, said Jones, since another two-day monetary policy meeting is not scheduled until December. That should give home buyers a small bit of comfort, she says. Well, it depends if you're waiting for those prices to drop or you're waiting for those rates to drop, right? Because a lot of home buyers are kind of sitting on the sidelines going, well, I thought they were going to come down rates and or pricing. That hasn't really happened. They've gone the other way. A lot of markets here in the Pacific Northwest we're seeing have done very well, meaning they haven't dropped. And with rates moving as hard as they have, normally with a market that has more balanced supply and, and more balanced supply, meaning two to four months, maybe four to six months is what the old school, you know, was two to four was still a massive shortage. But we've had under two months of inventory for so long, that a lot of folks say, well, is that the new norm? And you're tempted to say, yeah, but then when you see the dynamics of what's happening in the marketplace, you're like, this market is still skewed. We've still got these you know, wonky demand supply type stuff going on. Today's buyers face scarce for sale inventory because no seller wants to have to go out and buy at an 8% rate. Still high listing prices. Yeah, because there hasn't been enough inventory for buyers out there. They don't have enough to pick from. So they're like, I'll take that one at the really high price. All right. Hey, at least I got one. And multi-decade high mortgage rates. Yeah, these are the highest rates since... I saw one, it was like 1992, and another one, it was like 1999, we hit this certain point. So any potential relief from climbing housing costs is welcomed. Oh, we need either pricing or rates to drop. I don't think you're going to see a price drop. I really, really don't. But I think you will see rates start to ease down. And you could see some significant refinance booms come through. But I don't think it's going to really spur the housing market to the velocity of sales that we had during the pandemic, nor should we hope for that, because that was a real weird anomaly. Normally, when that kind of thing happens, business shuts down. So like when the pandemic hit, I was ready to just say, all right, let's batten down the hatches. We have no idea what's going to happen, because for that split second, residential real estate, residential real estate sales before the NAR stepped in, they were deemed non-essential. And there's a few days there right at the beginning of the pandemic. Now you guys aren't essential. 
And then the NAR stepped in and said, nope, we are. And government entities, oh, okay, you betcha. So that affects my summit side, the Reynolds and Klein side, because we are basically putting our appraisals out on federally related forms. We are deemed to be a federal entity. And therefore, to get through the pandemic, we're an essential business. So, you know, commercial was deemed to be not essential, even though you had companies shutting things down left and right, doing all this work from home. Well, you know, as far as having an office space open and up and running, most commercial brokers didn't do that, but they just went and worked from home and they just kept it going, you know, as they need be. It wasn't a huge stretch, but on the residential purchase side, things were just going crazy, weren't they? So now we are experiencing the, it'll be a couple of years here this coming up summer, summer 2024, it'll be two years of hangover from the, from the pandemic, from COVID-19. Be interesting to see by the time next summer rolls around where we sit. I think rates will be, will they be in the, the mid fives? Probably something like that. Things will back off a little bit because what we're seeing right now is all those trillions of dollars that have gone through the economy. And that impact, that impact is felt for a long time. Don't worry. It's only transitory for a couple of years, right? That's what we were told. It'll be here short term. Well, yeah. Ask how short term that's felt. If you're in real estate, you're trying to make your living, trying to put bread and butter on your table for your family with transitory inflation the way it's been and corresponding interest rates. All right. That's it for me on this one. Thanks so much. I will catch up with you on the next one. Until then, see you then. Bye for now.